It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Hello, it is the Bo- Go Birds podcast. Great start. The Go Birds podcast presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. Honestly, I like never in my life, and I honestly mean that. And not that you know, I, I've, I'm that old, but you know, I've seen a lot of playoffs in my life. Yeah. Not many titles, a lot of playoffs in my life. Never before have I felt like a season was over before my team was in the playoffs. Yeah. Like. It felt like the end of the season. It's like we're feeling like, all right, time to wrap up the season. It's over. And that's how it feels. It feels over, man. They're playing a playoff game in six days. Yeah. What, what the hell? It felt weird. Booking, Seven days. Booking my flight to Tampa felt a little uh, For a Monday a night weird. game. Thanks yeah. a lot. One, one last little F you to me right here. Thank <laughs> you. Really kind. So, I mean, I guess we're just jumping right in. Oh, yeah. buddy. Uh, yeah. like, what else do we have? I just remember remember last year at this exact time. Yeah, it was very different. Like, starting the Daily the, Pods. we bought the Pizza Hut after it the was so time. Yes, it was so, we were so excited going yeah. into that. And this just, it, it couldn't be more opposite ends of the spectrum. Like, yeah. I, I, honestly, like, it's like they're not even in the playoffs. Now, look, like. look, like, obviously, I've been glass half full guy throughout this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I understand today is not the time for that. We have yeah. five days to get into that. I'm guessing right? you're not standing behind your A.J. Brown save the season take anymore. Look, not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Uh, it was a turning point. Maybe not the point I thought. Maybe not the direction I thought. Um, I guess what I would say is watching yesterday. I, so I've covered the team for, I don't know, like 11 years, mm-hmm. whatever, 12 years now. I was in the stadium for Andy's final game. I was in the stadium. Which for they game. lost 45 to 7, if I'm not mistaken, Andy's final game. Yeah, I think. Yeah, they that, got, that, they well, got that one was on boat yeah, race. Yep, yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, the final game at the link, too. Okay, uh, sure, sure, sure. There was that game against the Bengals where they lost. They got blown out. Uh, at the end with Doug, obviously, you can mm-hmm. feel it was over. I was in Detroit where Chip, you know, lost 45 to whatever. Mm-hmm. And you see Howie reemerge for the first time and walk with How- uh, Lurie into the locker room. Like, that's what yesterday felt like. <laughs> like, so, so oh, I, to be clear, I would not fire Sirianni. That's my personal opinion. Yeah. I don't believe he deserves to be fired. If he gets fired, I think it would be incredibly like 
unfair is maybe too strong because he's reactionary. Not, he's a reactionary. It'd be way too reactionary. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But just watching it and feeling it and being in the locker room, like it feels like it's over is how it feels. Now, the thing is, it's not over. They do play a game on Monday. And me and you were talking before the pod. If there's any team you were going to play in the playoffs, if you could handpick a team, it would be the Buccaneers. Oh, in, the, in the entire, in the, maybe, I guess the Steelers are the maybe Packers the only other team. It. Yeah, there'd be Steelers, Packers, Bucks. Like, it's one of the teams you would choose to play if you could choose. Yeah. And honestly, I think out of all those teams, I think I would probably choose the Bucs. Now, the only downside is they blitz a ton. Yeah. And Todd Bowles <laughs> and, knows what he's doing. Right. We, yeah. will, we will get into the blitz thing, I'm sure. But, like, just for whatever everyone's individual opinion is, however you feel about it, I feel about it, the listener feels about it. Like we all saw what yesterday was. It just it felt it felt like the end. Now, have they quit on Nick? Have they quit on the season? Have they quit on Jalen? Like I I don't know, but it just yesterday felt like a team that had no no more interest in, in playing football. I was driving home yesterday from the stadium and I called my mom and like, you know, she watched a game we were talking about it. And I forget if I said it or she said it, but they just look like a team that is ready to go home. Mm-hmm. They look like a team that does not want to go into the Novacare. Yep. They are not a team that wants to be around each other. I don't think they're a team that's interested in turning this thing around. <laughs> like, I mean, seriously, do yeah. they look like a team that's willing to give the effort that it's They don't take? sound like a team much yeah. less. Like, usually they won't look like a team, but then they'll say all the right things. Even now, guy, I mean, like, Fletcher Cox, like, it's scary where we're at. Like, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, these guys are just like, I don't know. Uh, uh, who was it? It was like, um, I really appreciate it. It was a really good answer. Uh, uh, was it maybe uh, Zach Cunningham, I think it was, where he's like, they're like, what do you do during? He's like, I don't know, man. He's like, basically was like, I don't know. Yeah. And well, you that's what I don't think they know. Yeah. I don't think they have the answer. I mean, I do believe, look, when they were 10 and one and even like in the weeks after, I believe they really thought they could turn this around. And look, you have Kelsey on every week. You have Brandon Graham on every week. I talk to my lot on the radio almost every week. Like we have good, in, like we talk to a fair amount of leaders on the team. And one thing you heard a lot was, you know, we're working to get this fixed. We believe we can do it. We have to get it fixed. We, I just think at this point, they're like, it's not getting fixed. Yeah. That, now, that doesn't mean they can't beat Tampa. Like, Tampa's bad. Like, they could win that game, you know, 21 to 7. Like, who or knows, Or like, right? you know, to, to 10 to 6. Yeah, yeah. or now the defense. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah but, good point. But, but I just think, like, they have no interest in this season anymore. I, I Now, again, I still think the Super Bowl hangover thing is real and part of so it. So do I. But... I, I, I just, I remember a few weeks ago, I said, I wish I could like press pause for them mentally for I remember. Like seven days yeah. and they need, they need to all, they need an off season. They need to go back to their off season homes. Like Kelsey needs to go like hang at the shore when it gets like, they need to remember that they enjoy this. Exactly. They're not having fun. I None agree. of this is fun. And, yep. and there's no way they're excited to go to work. And you're not going to win that yeah, way, 100%. especially a sport like football where, where obviously, yes, it's a kid's game and all that type of stuff. We always talk about, you know, you're getting paid to play, but at the same time, like it is a sport where you need to want it. You need yeah. to care. You need to go in and, and want to give it all that you have to put your body on the line like that. And even if you're, you know, partially checked out, you're not going to be able to play that specific sport right. at the level it needs to get played at. All right. So let me, let's get back to Sirianni thing with this prism in mind, because I am with you like on the surface, uh, just if you explain the situation, it sounds insane that you would fire the guy who who's, has the best record in the first three years as an Eagles head coach ever in the history yeah. of the franchise, who went to the Super Bowl and almost won it last year, who, again, e- did make the playoffs three years in a row, as bad as it's gotten. Has won twice as And many like games we've talked since. about, you know, if it really is like the entire locker room is out, like, I get it. Like, I can understand that there are extreme situations where maybe he deserves, or maybe we don't know enough 
and the right call is to fire right. him. But I'm with you. Uh, and based on what we know, I would think it was unfair to fire him. But to the point you just made, a team like, you know, there's no worse thing I could say about a coach than his team doesn't want to play. His team doesn't want to show up. Yeah. I mean, that is that it's on the players too, obviously. But but I mean, it is on Nick in a big way. And it is a horrible look for him, especially what he's supposed to be good at. So how do you rationalize those two things? Well, so I'm thinking right now, remember the Sean Payton quote a few weeks ago when he benched Russell Wilson, and it was, I can't bench five offensive linemen, four receivers, a running back. Like It's like I can't fire the whole team, but I can yeah, fire Nick. Exactly. That's where and it could I, go, I, I think, theoretically. I think that's – now, but the important part of this is I do not believe – look, if they get a, a new head coach and he's great, and like, of course, they, they'll be better, right? But, like, this team is broken on a lot of ways. Like I don't think Nick is the main problem here. Nick is because so he, I think Nick. I think this year Nick has been the biggest issue with the team, and I still wouldn't fire. I mean the defensive Nick and the defensive talent have been the two biggest. Yeah, and I I I still believe Jalen deserves and Jalen would be third. for Yeah, me. like right, you'd be third for me. Yeah, and you might put him higher. I'm just saying for me, I would put him third. Okay, right. I just when I think about replacing Nick, the the only benefit I think of replacing Nick is maybe maybe this team just needs a reset. And honestly, maybe sometimes after you go to the Super Bowl, you almost just always have to reset. <laughs> like, like 2018, they were never the same. 2004, 2005, they were never the same. It's looking right now like, I mean, really, it makes starting 10-1 and 1 look even maybe more miraculous than it really was. Like, it was an outstanding accomplishment. But what, what I keep thinking about is I remember six weeks ago, which, you know, the time is growing. At first it was two weeks ago. Now it's three mm -hmm. weeks ago. Now it's like six weeks ago. We were sitting here talking about how Nick was on a Hall of Fame trajectory. Mm -hmm. And obviously that was hyperbolic. It was early in his career. But we were sitting here and going, the Jalen and Nick combo is one of the best head coach quarterback duos we've ever seen in terms of what of winning, right? So I just I can't like I can't wrap my head around the idea they would fire him. I I but I also can understand that if they go into next year, there's a real chance that if they start own one next year, like it gets really ugly quickly. You know, like I'm just being honest, right? Like we've saw it with the Sixers. But when the Sixers had enough people that were viewed as failures, Harden, Embiid, Doc, when the failure started to come quicker, like it's hard to get that label off. Yeah, you. exactly. So I I'm worried that if they do bring Nick back, it's going to be an ugly off season. Nick's not going to be happy because let's be honest, they're not going to bring back the same coaching staff. No, like the defensive staff for sure, hundred million percent, no doubt. Now, like, does Brian Johnson survive this? I don't know. I, I honestly don't. But, like, I would be shocked. Like, someone else's head is going to roll. I don't know who it's going to be, but, like, they're, it's either going to be major coaching changes or they're going to get rid of, like, Slay, Bradbury, Reddick, and just, like, gut the team of all the personality and rebuild the roster. Like, that could be a possibility, too. But I just look at Nick, and I'm watching the Dolphins game last night. Mike McDaniel, would you agree, is viewed as one of the best head coaches in the world? Sure. Without I know, question. I, yeah, I think he is. I mean, I think he has not won enough for me to put him in the yes. top echelon. But I agree. I think people talk about Mike McDaniel in a very reverential and, way. And put it this way. He certainly is not on the hot seat. No. Okay. Oh, no, yeah, His yeah. team last week with the one seat on the line lost by 40-something mm -hmm. points. His team last night at home in like what was essentially a playoff game scored 14 points and lost to the Bills. Now, the Bills are a really good team. The Ravens, really good team. So, like, those aren't embarrassing losses. But Mike McDaniel also had a big lead in the division. I was thinking Doug back Peterson. I mean, Doug, Doug Peterson. I mean, with that, right? I mean, they were eight and three. They were eight and three. They've choked it away. Doug Peterson's won a Super Bowl. Yeah. I was thinking about Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin was on that Steelers team that was eleven and zero. They finished what, whatever it was. I think it was yeah. I think there was twelve and they four, lost and they lost in the first round. They, they lost yeah. the Browns maybe or something. Like that the first they round. could have easily fired Mike Tomlin yeah. after that. 
They didn't. Andy Reid, his first five years in Kansas City. You want to get how many playoff games he won? Um, yeah, one. Yeah, one. Yeah, I won figured one, it was not many. Right, yeah, I, one yeah, playoff game nah. in the first five years. So while I do think like Nick deserves blame for this, and Nick has not done a good job, I do not believe this means Nick, Nick is not well, a good job. Well, especially, especially, again, like this is the first, outside of when he first started, which, you know, he had to get his feet and all that, and then they made the playoffs that year and all yeah. that and, and whatever the schedule. There's a lot of things with that. But outside of that, like, this is the first time he's had failure. Yes. Like, it, and it just fire him? Like, you're not going to give this in. guy a chance You'd to... You'd be to, bailing on him at the first real What if he's of, amazing at responding yeah. to failure? We don't know. Right. Like, give him an offseason to figure it out and to, like, step back. Because we talk a lot about the players and the team and how tired and beaten down and how they don't have any answers and all that. The coaches too. Like it's yeah. not just the players. Like the coaches, it's it's uh, turn it around. They're they out of answers, answers yep. right now. Yep. They are out of answers. Yep. Now, look, if 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 you wanna on a Monday look By the way, I think we are in the vast majority on this. Like from taking calls this morning. Minority, you mean. Excuse me. Did I yeah. say majority? Yeah. Mi minority. I'm you assuming and I are, you mean I don't know. Yes. Yeah. I definitively mean that I think the the majority of this city today, this morning, wants Nick Sirianni fired. And like I was thinking about this too. And I think me and you have let our feelings be known enough about how much we love Philly fans and being in the city and how lucky I am that I was, you know, like that I get to grow up here and be a Philly sport. Like, there is no other city where I think Sirianni's on the hot seat. <laughs> like, let's, just, let's be honest here. I don't think there's another city where Sirianni is being talked about as legitimately being fired. And now maybe that's a positive because, like, Philly is an awesome sports town. And the positive of that emotion is this negative of it. But, like, to the idea of firing him, maybe it's the right call. I didn't think they should fire Doug. I was wrong about that. I didn't think they should fire Chip. I was wrong about that. Maybe I have a bad read on when it's time to get rid of people. That's definitely possible. So I thought they should fire Chip. I didn't think they should fire Doug. Right. So. But like, and Jeffrey does have a good track record. He knew when to fire Chip. He knew when to fire Doug. He waited a little long on Andy for sure, but. It was also his first time. Yeah. First long-term coach. But the other you know, thing is, if you look him, at but... the coaches he's fired, he fired Rich Kotite. It was one year, but Kotite didn't have a winning record. Fired Ray Rhodes, didn't have a winning record. Andy, Doug, Chip, didn't have winning records when they fired him. The year he fired him. The year overall, they fired Yeah, yeah, the year they fired him, right? Yes, yes, yes. Like, Nick not only has a winning record. He's going to be in the playoffs. He's 11 and 5. Like, it's not like this team is 9 and 8. And now look, if they played this way starting in September, then they might well, have like yeah, three so, wins. So but... just to clarify, we do think that like Nick goes into next year on the hot seat, obviously. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like we're not saying like, well, oh, and, whatever. Look, my opinion aside... Being there, I think there's a chance. A chance. Oh, I think fired. he might get fired. Absolutely, I agree. I don't think he will get fired. Like, I don't know, to man. bet. I don't. But I, don't I, I think it's so. So talk. I think. Lurie, what makes I, you say that? Because I, I think Lurie, I think a Lurie has good emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. Lurie's in that building every day. Lurie will have a read on how the locker room feels about Nick and how big these problems are. Like we all saw with our eyes last night. That was embarrassing. What happened? Now we can rationalize it and say. Maybe they were only half in, half out last night. They, they thought really Dallas was going to win anyway. They a lot of certain guys, yes. I mean, like, I think the guys looked like they wanted but to get out of But you can't game. talk all week about I, getting a get-right game, 100%. and then that's, yeah. No, that, know was, they, that was unacceptable They wanted on every to level. win that game, point blank period. They wanted to have a good Or if nothing game. else, they wanted to play well in the first half, and then if Dallas yes, is winning, 100%. whatever. Yes. They, they wanted a good outcome. Yep. Not only did they have not only did they, they had the worst outcome. possible outcome. They were lifeless. It was a disaster. They are done 24 nothing. The offense was terrible. The defense was horrendous. Like, there was a complete disaster. If Lurie's sitting in that box, mm -hmm. and I, the environment adds to it for me, no one's in that stadium. Uh -huh. There's, shout out to the Eagles fans that did go. Like, that is major true fandom oh to my go God. to that game you in could, that stadium. Honestly, 
free ticket you is get a free given. ticket to a home Hold game up. next year. No, I'm saying what it would have taken to get me to drive up to MetLife yesterday for that game, like free ticket plus give me $1,000 yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Like I would have to get paid on top of the free ticket so to go to that shout game. Shout out to everyone that went. But if I'm worried, I'm sitting in that box, the product looks broken. And it just really comes down to like, how bad does he want to try to? Well, and like, let's be guys. honest. I think we have to be real about the fact that, in terms of at what we think or whatever, his real chances to get fired, like how they look on Monday night, is going to matter. Like if they get if they get boat rate, if if it's the, what we just saw against the Giants, if we see that against Tampa in a playoff game, he's going to get fired. Now the question is, if they you know if it's a, a, a loss and they play well, whatever. But if they get boat raced by Tampa, then I think he's in real. So time. I think Nick saving it. Nick's saving grace could be if Lurie and Howie sit down with him and go, we want you to stay here because the players like you. Like, let's just say they believe genuinely the players really like Nick. The players like you. You're good at, you know, I don't know how I can feel this now, but you're good at building a culture. Mm-hmm. Like, but, but we don't, we're, we're like, you need to hire a new offensive guy. And that guy's calling the plays. That guy is running. It's the offense. his offense. Yes. Like, you are now, like, you are the head, you're coach. head coach. guy. You're going to get yeah. paid. Like, you are, you are in charge. But ultimately, like, we need new coaches. If Nick says yes, then I think he could be back. Mm-hmm. Like that would be the Doug example. thing. But but to the Tampa Bay thing, right? I like if I'm Jeffrey, you can't go into that game with your mind not made I, up. Uh, look. You I can't allow sixty minutes to make. I up don't your mind disagree. Up. I'm just saying that I I do think that if they are thinking about firing him, and again, I don't know where it's at. You're the one who said you think there's a real chance. If they're thinking about firing him, like if they play bad in that game. I don't know what else you do. Like, you well, know, I, me, I, I get your point, yeah. but I, I don't know as humans how it couldn't factor. I in. just kind of think at this point, Nick's either is gone, is either gone or he's not. Jeffrey's in that building almost. Well, every obviously day. what if they, but what if they win to, what if they go on like unexpected? They're not going to, but what, you know, you, I don't think you can make the decision to definitely fire him if you, cause you don't know how he's going to play right, out. Now, I guess this is speaking out of both sides of my mouth, but like if they do win two playoff games, then I think you have to take that into consideration. Obviously. Well, of course. Right. That's the but, point. That's like, what I'm trying so, to say. What do you think of this? Because I was thinking about uh, this this morning. If Jeffrey's not going to fire Nick, like let's say in the Novacare, they are like, this is laughable. It's being talked about. I'm sure they're very Yes, upset. I would come out right now. Is I think he going? needs to be let it know. I would come out right now and say, hey, listen, this is my guy. I'm not yeah, firing him. Or, or you don't have to say it, but like leak it to Shep. Yeah, leak it to, to whoever. Yeah, exactly. be like source. Despite their extreme frustration with how the season's going, Nick Sirianni's which, job is Which safe. honestly is a really good point that that makes me feel like maybe they could fire him because yes. I do think that's the kind of thing that they would do. And we'll see if today or tomorrow or like, look, it's a national game on Monday night. You know ESPN's going to be talking about. Like, Schefter's going to have something on Nick's job security. Glazer's going to have something. Whether whether it is like, hey, keep an eye out here or it's, you know, he's safe. I don't think it's going to be like Nick's probably gone. I'd be surprised if that gets reported before the game. But Jeffrey does like owe it to Nick to an extent to not let him twist in the wind. Maybe privately he's told him, but like, Nick needs it publicly. It's kind of like the Jalen thing we were talking about where Jalen didn't take heat for that Seattle play and let Nick. Now, maybe, you know, Nick was like, hey, Jalen, don't say it. I got this, whatever. Right, maybe. But, like, I I think, (laughs) and maybe this is a sign of where the team is at. Like, Nick has been getting torched these last few weeks. And whether Nick's good at his job or not, and we don't truly know Nick behind the scenes. Like, I'm around him quite a bit, but, like, I don't see him, like, at home. or like Right, like, I don't. Nick's a good guy to me. Nick strikes me as a very good guy. Maybe he's not doing a good job this year. Maybe like his offensive scheme isn't working. Maybe those things are true. He doesn't deserve, in my opinion, to be twisted in the wind like this if people could come out and, and give him public support. 
he got Jalen that contract. Jalen deserves a ton. Like, Jalen worked hard and everything. A.J. Brown, Jalen, Devontae, they all had career years under Nick Sirianni. Nick Sirianni came in. When Nick Sirianni came in and was the head coach here, the Eagles were trying to trade Jalen Hurts, right? Like, maybe, and obviously, I'm not discrediting the work Jalen has done, but Nick came in here and turned that around. Nick came in here and, you know, like, got uh, A.J. a career year. Like, Nick has accomplished a lot for these players and for this team. When Nick was hired, this was viewed as a dysfunctional franchise. No one wanted to work for Howie. Jeffrey's too involved. Like, you know, you know, he's a puppet. Like, blah, 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 blah. And, like, maybe that'll end up being true ultimately. But where this team was to where they were before Nick got here, they are way better. They're way better. They've, they've been to playoffs three straight years. I don't think they, they hadn't done that for, like, 15 years or 10 years, something like that. They've won double-digit games back-to-back years. They almost never did that before Nick got here. Like, at the end of the day, Nick has come in and accomplished a ton. And if they're going to let him twist in the wind and they're going to be like, oh, maybe they'll fire him and let WIP talk about it or everybody talk about it all week. I say WIP because it's the biggest microphone. Yeah. But let everybody talk about it all week. Let ESPN do their pregame show talking about Nick and get fired. Let First Take talk about it all week. Like, that's not fair to him. If you're not going to fire him, let it be known. But if you might fire him, it is what it is. But he doesn't deserve to sit like this if you're not going to fire him. I, I agree with that. I totally agree with that, which, again, makes it, you know, more likely to me that he might get fired that we have not heard that kind of, right. of reporting. What, would you, what would you do? You're Jeffrey. What would you do? I, we don't know. Like, again. He has so much more information. Yes. Again, I, I if the if it is such an untenable, un, if, if Jeffrey Laurie feels like it is literally unfixable between the players and Nick, then I would fire Nick. In any other situation, I'm not firing. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Like, it is a very defined, like, if Jeffrey, and again, like, we just have to trust Jeffrey knows more than we do, but if Jeffrey feels like Nick can never get this locker room back, whether right or wrong, if that's how he feels, then he's got to fire him. Anything else, I'm not firing. Yeah. Like, I, I'm giving this guy a chance. I, 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 what if you, what we're if so reactionary. It's so, uh, like, I don't I'm just, know. I'm curious for you. I don't, like, Again, I don't know what like, I would do. I just, either, I feel like he has earned a shot to try and figure this out, to try and fix it. Again, especially, it's impossible to fix something like this in the moment. Not impossible. It's not fair. But if, and they've done a bad job. And that, that goes against Nick. I feel like they've not done enough to try and get this on track in the moment. But again, I, I just, like, think about, Step back and and be a Browns fan, a Lions fan, this, yeah. that, whatever. Not even just the bad franchises, any other franchise. And you a look Giants. over here, whatever, and you see, oh, that guy went to the playoffs three straight years. He went to the Super Bowl two years ago and almost won it, and they fired him? Yeah. Like, it sounds ridiculous. And who's taking that job? It sounds ridiculous. And that's something else, because you hear it a lot. Like, how much, as someone who's covered the team for, you know, 11 years, whatever right. it is, 12 years, someone who's around really the NFL and all that. I think it's 11. I think this was, it was your 11th full year. year. So then 12 years. Yeah. Okay, so this was your 12th year. Right. Finished. Full time. Yep. Yeah. Um, but as someone who's around, like, uh, one thing that has been mentioned here and there, but not enough, obviously, because people are saying fire him, but a lot of people were like, what coach is going to, like, how much do other coaches and other potential coaches look at that and be like, wow, like, do I want to work at a place well, where I could win three straight years and still get fired? And, like, let's be honest. Lurie's been outstanding at hiring coaches. Mm-hmm. I agree with you that even if Nick gets fired, Nick was clearly still a good hire. They did. I don't think they hired Nick with the intention of only being here three years, but it was still a good hire. But when they hired Doug, they did not get like Doug, no one else interviewed. Yeah. Doug. When they hired Nick, no one else interviewed Nick. So he hit on them. But let's not act like the creme de la creme of coaching candidates have wanted to come to Philadelphia. And that'll be even more true. Like if you're Ben Johnson, the Lions offensive coordinator. There was a report he's going to be asking for $15 million a year. There's like, he is going to be extremely sought after. 
I don't know. Do you have reservations about coming here? Like now, how the, could you not? The, if the that's roster what you just is saw happen on the offensive side. Like, if, assuming, like, I mean, I guess what you think of Jalen, and we'll get into that. But like, Devontae and AJ, Dallas Goddard, a good offensive line, an organizational commitment to offense. Like, there are things that, are, and and Lurie will pay well, I'm sure. But like, I don't know, man. If I'm Ben Johnson, why do you want? Why would you want to come here knowing a the Lurie has an extremely quick trigger, but also just like the the negative part of the positive of Philly is it is wearing on people. Like, I don't know. I just think Nick must just be. I'm sure he wants to keep his job, but you honestly wonder if there's part of Nick that's like, like, all right, I look, man, I got a super close. I was six minutes away from winning a Super Bowl. Yeah. This thing is broken. <laughs> like, I'll like, I don't know. Yeah. I, well, and and, and it, it look, it's we've talked a lot, and I and I think it is. I think it works both ways. The the bringing up 2015, how we felt when Chip was fired and, and the roster you right. know, he burned it to the ground, then they won the Super Bowl two years later and how he did that. And then how he felt in 2020. And, you know, what I was saying, oh, does that fire right. how? And they almost won it two years. And then they got they back to a chance where they, they were good won. enough yeah. to win the Super Bowl two years later. Where, yeah. So, like, I think in one sense, we have to step back and be like, all right, like, don't freak out too much because how he is good at this, right. how he can has turned these things around, he can t- fix these issues. But at the same time, it's also like, why can't we sustain things ever? Why can't yeah. we ever, like, yeah, you're not going to win the Super Bowl every year, but why can't we be that team that is, you know, like Mike Tomlin, like, he hasn't won the Super Bowl every year, but the dude's never had a losing record, yeah. you know, and that, like, and obviously that's Everyone's the extreme worth, example. Neither is Nick. That's a good point. That's the extreme example of it, but but it's one of those things where I trust Harry to fix it, but it's also like, why can't it, why, well, and why does it always have to be these, like, cratering, a feeling like it's cratering? Right, and what's crazy is they are 11 and 5. Exactly, they, they 11 are, and 6. They, they, yeah, they are favored in the, yeah, in the game next You're right, week, yeah, right, yeah. But, like, where's Howie, good point. where's Howie's culpability in this? Sure. You're going to let Howie, and I know Jeffrey hires him, but, like, the, the Jalen the thing is not looking great. <laughs> like, like, they are tied to him for next year. Now, I think that's, you know, together. I think J- Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman probably made that decision. Yeah, together. now, the yeah. point is, like, he's probably never going to fire Howie. Yeah. But I don't know, man. If you fire, like, the, the defense is a disaster. It is. The defense is a disaster. The defensive coordinator spot, a disaster. The the quarterback contract, which I like, you know, 6, 12, 13, mm. whatever. Like, I, I think it was a great deal. And Jalen hasn't been like, like, you're not going to trade him, obviously. But Jalen has not been good. And Jalen, I also think, has, like, failed as a leader. Let's just be honest here. If, if Jalen's going to get credit for the good locker rooms, he has to get credit for the uh, blame for the bad. Mm-hmm. And Brandon Graham also did it. Like, Brandon Graham said it's the toughest season he's had as a captain. He basically, paraphrasing here, said, you know, we don't have to be friends when off the field. We just have to get along. We're in the building. Like, think about that. Yeah, it's not good. Like, that's the environment. Like, yeah. I go back to the report about how they the team feels Jalen's too isolated and that they want him to, like, he want him to talk to other people. Like, this sounds like Carson Wentz stuff. We can all ignore it because it's painful to think about, but this is what it looked like when it fell apart with Carson. He had his best friend as his offensive coordinator. The offense looked stale. He turned the ball over a ton, and there were questions about his leadership and his teammates. This is exactly what it looked like. So, like... There's also part of me that feels if Nick goes, he's going to take like a he's going to basically lose his job because at the end of the day, the players let him down and he deserves credit. Like, sorry, he deserves blame for allowing it to get to that. But like, if you look at the players that were on that 2020 team where it fell apart, Carson, now granted, he played well yesterday. Carson was never the same after that. Doug collapsed, but ultimately went to Jacksonville and turned that franchise around. Like, I don't know, man, like maybe the biggest problem is that they don't have the quarterback they thought they did. 
Now he's not going anywhere, so it doesn't and, matter. And again, look, he's twenty five. To the same point but about Nick's young Sirian- too. I know. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying to the same point we're making yeah, about yeah. Sirianni. Yeah, yeah. And as, no worries. And especially like with Jalen in particular, like he was he was great two years ago, and he's 25 years old. I mean, I just keep talking about Lamar Jackson. Like where two years ago, three years ago, people were like, "Oh, Lamar, cooks. Right. Look at this. He we were right. Whatever." And he's going to win the MVP this year, going away, and deserves to win it, the MVP. It deserves it. So I, I think like I am like so far from being out on Jalen. It's a, but. Uh, you, while acknowledging that Jalen had a bad year this year, and again, bad comparatively. Like, he wasn't what we wanted him to be. He was still, like, a top 12, top 10, whatever quarterback in the league, probably, somewhere in that general range. But, like, he was not close to the to the guy that he needed to be that we needed him to be. I just, he's 25 years old. We saw him take such a massive leap. We know how hard he works and all that. The leadership stuff, that's something that it's hard to grab onto because, you know, it's hard to take those reports. We're not there. We don't yeah. know and all that. And it's a fraction. And of, it's a yeah. fraction. And they're losing, right? What do we always say? We always come back yeah. like the reports one way or the other, right? Like Jalen was such a great leader when they're winning. And when they're losing, he's a bad leader. I think it's probably somewhere in between. He probably has things to work on. He's 25 years old. Like yeah. again, like he's so young. Like he is a child, man. So I, I, I am I, like, and again, uh, uh, that's why I'm, I'm not out on Nick either. You know, I just think but, Nick and Jalen deserve the same amount of it. They are tied at the hip. They are a head coach quarterback duo, and the problems are related to each other. Yes, so, but Nick's the head coach. He's the adult in the room. He's the one who has to make it better quarterback. For him. We can't. We, we can't be like. And I agree with you. Like they are both young. Now Jalen is like you know physically young. Like he's twenty five. He's not supposed. But Nick to, is young for his job. Yeah, Nick yes. is ju- young for his job. But like we can't do the whole. And I'm including myself in this. Like you know he's a top two quarterback in the league. You pay him all this money because he's worth it. Da, da, da. And then when things struggle, it's like, well, he's young. I, no, I, I, my I, thing is just more that that again. It's it's one year, and he's coming off right. what he was last year, and, all, and I just I think we go too far with overreacting to one year of stuff because it was a bad year, and again, it wasn't even all bad. You know what I mean? Right. But so I, I I get your point. I I'm not. I think both deserve blame. Jalen plays a big role in this season, kind of falling apart. Mm. But I personally am less concerned about Jalen's future than I am about Nick's. Yeah, future. and I I would say. I'm maybe like 55, 45 more concerned about Jalen. I mean, like, look, Nick Nick is blowing this as well. Hey, everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk about, um, unless you have something else, mm. is like, this is just a quick aside. I think we got to like stop saying, not us, but just as like a fan base in the media, like why would why would Nick say something positive at the podium? Why are the players saying that? Like, what do you want Nick to say? Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> you know, like, is that are people saying that? Like, well, what are you like, expecting? So he said something like, uh, you know, we're one, I'm very loosely paraphrasing, something like, you know, those 11 wins we got don't not matter, basically. And Joe Banner quote tweeted him, obviously former Eagle, whatever, and is like, this is a bad quote. It's like, what do you want the guy to say? Like, what do you want him to get up there and be like, yeah, this is falling apart. We're trash right yeah, now. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and people that are mad about how Jalen talks, I get it. Like, I do. Like, what do you want Jalen to say? Like, 
the way Jalen has acted in his life has gotten him to the point where he is in the top 001% of his profession. Like, he might be the 10th best quarterback, but he might be the 10th best quarterback in the world. Yeah, right. Exactly, like, totally. like, what, what Jalen, how Jalen acts works for him. I'm not saying he should change now the leadership stuff, like, whatever, but at the podium, like, it works for him, right? I just, we, like, there's so many reasons to be mad at this team. I think, like, making fun of what they say at the podium is just yeah I, so i didn't hear that but very with you i mean i don't yeah. i it's, they're just trying to get through the freaking and they're saying like media. the whole like we're, we're now zero, zero now, now maybe maybe dallas goddard don't say that you were coasting for the last month of the season that was a dumb thing to say and i think he's trying to just get i'm not killing him the same right. way other people are i think that was dumb to say but yeah i'm with you i look i, I what do you want these guys to say yeah we're screwed <laughs> right. season's over we're gonna go lose to tampa and like, like the whole we're, like the whole like we're zero and zero thing like i get that it's frustrating to hear what else do you want them to believe in? Yeah. Like, like, I agree. No, we, I think it's a good message. We all have jobs. We all have message. things. Like, that's it. That's, that, that's the their way point. of saying, like, we sucked. Yeah. This is all we got now. Agreed. Like, We're starting they're, over. They're acknowledging uh, they It's what they reset. should say. Yeah. I, 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 I did not realize that was happening, but yeah. fully support. It's a lot of like, you know, it's like, listen, they know they have problems. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no one's arguing yeah. with that, buddy. Uh, yeah. Should we talk about the defense? Do we have to? I mean, what what is there to say other than it's horrible? Like it's just it's, it's so broke. It's thank you. This yeah. is what I've said for a yeah. while. I've been now all over this. It's worth. It's way worse than it was under Desai. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, that Patricia's been noticeable. It's getting worse. worse. That's why I think. Yeah. Point out yeah. Too. Like when they were bad against Seattle, like they were they only gave up however many points. Mm -hmm. Like they missed. Like they they look like they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They look lost. guys are. Wrong open. spots. This and that. The Giants yeah. go down the field in two plays at the end of the yeah. first half yesterday. Like like it's nothing. Yeah. It's like oh that's that. Like yeah. middle of the field's wide open. Like the players aren't playing well. Like I don't even know. I mean, last week I could talk myself into like Slay coming back, Cunningham coming back, nah. they make tackles. No, like, they're just bad. Yeah, the, the offense is gonna have to. However many <laughs> playoff games they win, the defense is going to give up over twenty points. Yeah. Oh. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. like or if not like you know twenty five or whatever. Right. We're talking to Baker Mayfield. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Now the good news is like the they only scored what nine points yesterday, mm -hmm. so who knows? But yeah, the defense like dude the the and this is another thing I was thinking. Talk about reactionary. The Desai thing was obviously a mistake. Oh, clearly, clearly. And I think it was a mistake in that you know you like it, there's no Would confidence you, shown to your team. Would you go back there's to I, I think at this point it's like whatever. But sure, I mean yeah, why not? I you know I don't think it's. The only argument against it is saving face, but like I got news for you guys. It did too late for that, boys. <laughs> There's egg all over I, yeah, the face. I look, I I think that I think it was a bad sign to the players. I think it was a bad move in the moment. Like we all no one liked it when it happened, but yeah. at the same time they were struggling. So we we're like, sure, why not? Like try anything you can. But yeah, in hindsight, it looks like that was a, a big mistake. And I think so the dropping Reddick back into coverage thing. Stop it. Like I, I'm like when they first started doing with Reddick and we like you know oh it's like tricking defenses blah 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 like all right like we're past that point like I got like, you guys aren't tricking anybody the defense is happy when Reddick dropped back and I uh, Seth Joyner said the this offenses. on the offense yeah the, Seth Joyner said this on your show this morning and I think like it's so true I firmly believe to my core they dropped Reddick back those first two snaps because he like said what he said to the media. There's no other reason to it for me. Like Reddit. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's what this is what Patricia is. And I know he was impressive in the first press conference. And look, my read on press conferences. Yeah. I still think I have a good read on. <laughs> but he was very nice. He was. I never said he was a good coach, but he was he's clearly very, a smart guy. He's, he's clearly, just not a very good coach. He's just yeah. not, not a very good coach. Yeah. Like and and to be fair, like they suck. 
they do not have a lot of talent on defense. But there are a lot of guys. Worse under no, him. I agree. I'm yeah. ripping him. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, saying yeah. To, you got to make the caveat but of like not dropping they're bad back in the coverage thing seems so simple. Mm -hmm. The first two plays of the game after he just basically basically says he's not thrilled dropping back mm -hmm. in the coverage. You drop him back the first two plays. Yeah. That's like, definitely what, a purpose. What yeah. is that? No doubt. Like, and if it's not pers if it's not purposeful, it's so like dense as like what the problem is that there's no hope. Like they either did it on purpose, which is vindictive. But well, I, if oh, they didn't do it on purpose, it's like I'd almost prefer yeah, on you're purpose. You're the dumbest person who ever if, lived. If you didn't do it on purpose, that means like you are so unaware of what's happening and how to fix it that like there is no hope. Which is, you know. Maybe the case. Now, like, look, Slay is coming back. The buck like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> now, all right. One last thing on the game. Yes. How much of this do you think was they just were like, so I think Fox is hitting slaves. I think it was a bit. I think it was part of it. I think it was part of it. I think they were like, they were not there to play yesterday yeah. without a doubt. I think like, they went in saying, Hey, we're not kind of like that Dallas game last year where I thought they sat the guys, but they didn't. That was the feel of it where yeah. Dallas went in the game was like, the Eagles are going to win their game. So we're just not going to play that hard. It felt like preseason. Yeah. It did, it like did the, especially them I, once. Yeah, honestly, they, like the final quarter and a half, I don't think I could tell you a single thing. Uh, no, no. I other went than, down other than to, Quez scoring and celebrating, like the biggest loser. Yeah, like, what I, a loser. I knew. I, I, and he actually didn't suck yesterday. He was like one of the few players who like kind of played okay. And like then you said, like that was like as like, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah, no. Like, yeah, okay. Now look, like oh, what the guy loser. scored a touchdown professionally. I'm happy for him. All those things, yeah, but like it's not such worth a it. Bad he luck. does the hand. Such thing, a bad luck. Such a bad luck. It's not worth it. It's yeah. like it's and it's also so just dumb. A, it was just dumb. Honestly, I was like, wow, you're dumb. That was my it's take not it. a good sign. Yeah. I, I agree. It was, not, <laughs> it was not a good move by him. Um, but yeah, I mean, just like. I think the only thing you hang your hat on is maybe Goddard's right. Like maybe they have been coasting. Maybe like those things could possibly like in the next week they come out and it's like and then they get some confidence. Yeah. Like, no, I know. Look, we're. Again, here's what I said this to Emily. Detroit lose it. Or well, so Dallas I said this to Emily yesterday Detroit, when I was like, talking about how, like, I'm like, they're cognate, but I was like, it's funny how certain things happen in your lifetime that make you always have to be like, well, because we saw Nick Foles play the two greatest games yeah. in the history of the franchise and the two most important. We saw him outduel Tom Brady when Brady had, other than the Atlanta game, his best Super Bowl performance right. he ever had. And Foles was better. Like, so, yes. Anything can happen. Like weird, and that team was special. And you know, I feel about all that. But like weird, like stuff you don't expect to happen happens all the time in the NFL. Yeah. But it's just right now, it's really, really hard like, to, to to manufacture that. <laughs> Not the one thing Nick said I would have advised him against is like a lot of teams want to be where he's at, where they're at. Mm -hmm. And I I respect the positive messaging. I think it's the right thing to do. And he, but he's right. Like he is right. Like a lot of teams. Every other team that doesn't have 11 wins would kill to have 11 mm -hmm. wins this year. Like, so ultimately, they are in the playoffs. They do have a chance. And, like, things could happen. I just wonder if they want it to happen. Yeah, it feels like, like it, they're just right. They're, the they're not wrong. Over. The path is right there for them. Yeah, it's it feels like they want the season to be it over. It feels like they, at the first sign of, at the first sign of, like, we might not win this. Like, they game, fumble, and then it's over. They're, they're, they're done. Yeah. And, again, like, AJ got hurt, so I don't want to, you know, whatever. But like you did fumble. The dude did fumble the ball the first time he touched it. After all this talk, this I know. Week, after and, like, his, his press, press players only meeting, the players only like you fumble the ball the first yeah, time. No, no, no. Like no, that's no. not on Nick. No, like, and, that, were, and that was just like a like that. Was, the guy just slapped the ball. Like it wasn't like some amazing punch or whatever. Right, it was like right. the ball just popped right out. Yeah, I just like I think they're ready to be done. Yeah. But guess what? 
none of us are. <laughs> like, I, I think a lot of Eagles fans are like, oh, I'm kind of ready too, but yeah, I know. Yeah, they feel like that today. I know. You know I know. You're by right. By Thursday, it'll be. They Cam win. Sucks, yeah. like, rough week. It'll be a rough week for the Eagles. Yeah. Like press conference wise. Oh, buddy. Will it ever? It's uh, it's not going to be a fun week to be at the Nova Cave. Yeah. I don't blame them for not wanting to go in. Yeah, right? All right. Well, let's get to the thing that I am excited for this week. We were texting about how excited we were. Yeah. We're both ready for final thoughts this week. So, like, I've... the Eagles might not be ready for the freaking playoffs. We're ready for daily pods and final thoughts because yeah. I am I am fired up. I got all kinds of good stuff. No so, more Eagles stuff? I got nothing else. Yeah. I mean, I mean we have a we're going to talk four more days stuff. this week. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into all that stuff as, as we get more info. <clears throat> oh, you want to go first? Uh, sure. So, um, I'm actually going to give a free one, too. I'm actually going to start the week with two. That's how good I feel about them. Just because I'm going to add on to one, the last one I did. Right. I talked about my John Hughes take. About how if you take those like twelve movies that he made in a nine year yep. run, uncomparable to anyone else. I was thinking about it a lot. And I actually think there's a better John Hughes take. You know, sometimes you're like, uh, it's, I'm working on one. Or this, from not even knowing this it's guy in the is oven. Take yes. After take. Now I actually think there's an even better John Hughes take. I think John Hughes has written, and this is like Shakespeare doesn't count. Like Shakespeare, you know, for plays, people writing specifically for movies. I think John Hughes has written more words that people have seen on a movie screen or heard on a movie screen than anyone else ever. Yeah. Think about how many times people rewatch I mean, these like, movies. I mean, how many people, like I've seen Ferris Bueller a hundred times. How many behind be- the scenes were not The Home about. Alone, it's watched every year. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles watched every year by so many people. Yeah. They're really good about it. I mean, most prob- people don't yeah. have like 14 movies they wrote. Well, because like Spielberg doesn't period. write, mo- like, I mean, he exactly. directs them and he's directs. involved, but he doesn't write the words. Scorsese word. directs. He's only written two. Now, the flaw in this would be like, is John Hughes writing all the words? Or yeah, he writes every... I'm not, by like, himself. Does he have a room of writers? And it's like this guy wrote this. No, scene John, and John Hughes, Hughes wrote all his movies. It's written by John Hughes. No, I know. It's not like a TV. Only TV shows do that. Movies, for the most part, just okay. have a writer. All right, I'm just curious. I guess like a writing. Scene. I'm just letting you know how it generally works. Sometimes there'll be two or three on a movie. Sometimes I'll have people like touch up other scripts. Other, right. but like John Hughes wrote all his movies by himself. How about that? Pretty good, right? Yeah. All right, so good. that's my extra. And you go with yours, and then I'll okay. get another one. So I watched a movie recently. Um, it was called, I think, Love at First Sight. It was on Netflix. It was a rom-com. Very mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. And in it, the mom was like passing away, which is tragic. But she had a funeral before she died. And I understand this is, uh, this is an interesting I idea. Unfortunately, in some instances, you don't have that choice, right? Right, of course, right? Yes. But like, I thought it was an awesome idea. Mm-hmm. Like, just like all of her favorite people got in a room. Yeah, like they talked about her. Like it was a funeral with her there. And like, I think if we're all being honest, I'm sure everyone has thought about like what their, you know, like I think about like how many people would come to my funeral. Like, <laughs> and maybe this is in tone with the, the pod for how the season feels. <laughs> but I think the idea of like, if you can do it, the idea of like a, a, a celebration of your life before you pass away seems like, I think awesome. Like well, very talk- like. Remember when the DeMar Hamlin thing we talked about, we thought we were like one of the really cool things for him is that he gets to like, come out of this and see all this outpouring yeah, of love and yeah. support and all this stuff. And like when someone dies, it's like all this outpouring of like, this is the best person. Right. They, I, you know, you don't get to see that. Exactly. It's a great take. So yeah. they did it in a movie. And again, I, like I understand there's times you can't do it, but like, man, I just think it, it was so, it looks so cool. I'm very into the idea of it. Yep. I like it. So anyway, if I start to throw a party, you'll know maybe things. Good are, work. Yeah. yeah it's true. Oh <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, I will go with the second one. Um, I was going to go with a combo, but I'll save that for tomorrow. I'll just give you a quick Zoe quote. Sorry, David, because yeah. this made me laugh. Uh, we're eating bagels. And Naturally. <laughs> this is the actual yeah. quote. Zoe so goes, are bagels famous because they're so good? And I go, 
<laughs> yes, bagels are famous. She just goes, I knew it. Wow, she <laughs> called it. Hilarious, dude. It's so funny. It, like, yeah, bag- yeah, bagels are famous. Sure. Here's another People thought off of that. One thing I think I we're, we're far too liberal with is like allowing places to use like world famous. Like, oh, I like this fam- take. This is a good call by you. Food. Great like, call by you. You know, like best whatever in the world. Like, I'm sorry, like the random, some, yeah. the random place on City Line Avenue, not world famous. I think it's such a great point <laughs> like, by you. Like, like Elliot, this the is audacity to even say audacity. It. Is like, the word. It, like you're obviously you lying bris. to us. Like, yeah. no one truly, like, you would have to be a moron to believe your restaurant is world famous. I think it's such a good how many things are truly world famous? Like, I, how can I trust somebody like, to prepare I'm my food? you on this. <laughs> like that, that is that that is that that that, that, their, is that, their, a, that a, their view of the world is that that exactly off. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like and it's also like you're starting a business with that slogan. How can I like? Trust <laughs> <you>? <laughs> Dude, I love this. This yeah. is even better. I think that's yeah. a better one. Thank you. That's great work. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, so as long as the Eagles keep playing, we're gonna this keep it. talking. Yeah. This yeah. Is so it. we'll be here. So daily pods every day. Check it out. Saturday, uh, normal show, like everything's normal. We're gonna be here Sunday. I guess we get a day off on Sunday. That's fun. I have to record on Sunday because there's no game. Yeah, yeah. I guess like Nick could get fired on Sunday or something. <laughs> oh yeah. Monday, there'll be something new. So this is yeah. combative. I get the Sunday off, and then I have to stay up all night on Monday and don't get any sleep. And right, then right. Tuesday, we're recording about them losing the box, and it's a great. Time. Well, who knows? You think they're gonna win, don't you? I'm picking them to win. I'm picking them to lose. All right. Unless something changes. Look, man, man. I've. I'm basically at the bottom of the ocean with this shit. I, know, I, know. I might as well pray someone's <laughs> coming to save me. Like, there's no point in trying to swim up on my own. Not anymore, point. buddy. Yeah. Not anymore. All I'm right. down there. So we'll be back tomorrow and uh, and all week as we uh, got a lot of good final thoughts. That's, yeah. that's something to look forward. Certainly to. a lot to talk about. Yeah, we'll be here until then. He's Adam James.